Hello and welcome to the Ice Guys, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex Beatsmith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Tuesday, March 14th, Ian Cameron with you. Just me today, just yours truly, on the show, ready to break down this Tuesday card. Uh, we have a huge Tuesday slate on tap. We've got uh, 12 games in the NHL tonight. Huge Tuesday slate and a great slate for a BetCast, which we, of course, have coming your way once again tonight. And as always, we're very much looking forward to it. The live Ice Guys BetCast tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Make sure you join us. Live betting commentary. Alex will be uh, with us tonight for the uh, BetCast. Uh, myself, of course, as well. Uh, all of our great guests, many of them viewers and listeners joining us. And again, we still have room. Drinking encouraged. DM at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to request a spot on the BetCast. It is always a ton of fun. And we are definitely looking forward to it. Uh, so make sure you join us tonight for the BetCast. And make sure you jump on the stream with us if you want to join us. Again, we're just sitting back watching the games, bet, making some live bets, hopefully winning more of them than not. Uh, just a lot of fun uh, interacting with all of our great viewers and listeners. So again, live BetCast, a huge slate, tons of great games, tons of hopefully great betting opportunities live as well. So uh, join us tonight at uh, 7 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. And again, DM at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to join us tonight for the uh, BetCast. Just quickly on last night, because we want to get into today's card, um, the Leafs leafed again last night where they have an early lead and uh, they think it's, ah, we put our 20 minutes of good hockey in. That's all we need tonight to beat this Buffalo team. doesn't work that way. Not in the National Hockey League. Buffalo uh, much better in the last two periods, and they come back to beat Toronto last night 4-3. Uh, great effort by the Sabres in terms of you know digging in deep, uh, desperation, backs against the wall, fading out of the playoffs a little bit with this recent four-game losing streak, but they got the, 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 their game back on track last night. And a great performance by 41-year-old Craig Anderson doing his best share impression if he could turn back time. He did. Last night in that game for the uh, Buffalo Sabres played very well uh, in between the pipes uh, and leading the Sabres to a victory there. Colorado just jumping on Montreal early in that game and they never really looked back. Kind of let off their get the gas pedal a little bit in the third period, but they were already comfortably ahead and they rolled a victory over the Montreal Canadiens. That game was good from a prop perspective for me. Arturi Lekkanen. We really targeted his prop last night in that game, going back to Montreal, facing his former team, and he had a hell of a night. Unfortunately, it didn't end well for Arturi Lekkanen. Great in terms of his production on the ice, but injured later in the game, and now we're finding out he'll be out for at least a few weeks, so an unfortunate setback for him, as well as the uh, Colorado Avalanche last night in the injury department when it comes to Lekkanen, but they get the victory over Montreal. And then the other game last night, we saw the uh, Dallas Stars the uh, looking like the 80s Oilers right now, the way they're scoring goals. Holy shit. I mean, it's like four or five goals every night from this group uh, right now. And once again, uh, the uh, offense comes to life and they beat Seattle five to two. Uh, the game goes over the total. I had the over. Alex did as his best bet as well uh, on the show yesterday. Vince Dunn to get a point. My best bet on the show. 
gets there as the point streak continues for him. Uh, incredible run it has been. He got two points, in fact, two helpers on the uh, two Seattle goals. He was in on both of them last night, uh, Vince Dunn for the Kraken. But uh, it was pretty much uh, Dallas uh, pouncing early uh, again. And everybody's in good form right now. Robertson and Ben is starting to heat up offensively. And Rope Hints, of course, all year has been great. Wyatt Johnston continues to give them incredible depth scoring. Uh, it's all hands on deck for the Stars. Haskinen's been chipping in points a lot from the blue line, and we'll get to that with Dallas in action again tonight against Vancouver. But, no, the Dallas Stars playing really well. And, uh, look, if they get any offense, I don't think it, this is going to sustain itself you know, forever. They're going to have their games again where they fall back and they score one or two goals. They're not going to keep this up indefinitely. But if they just have some reasonable offensive uh, performances moving forward. They're going to be a very difficult team to beat. And we are seeing that right now for sure from this uh, Dallas Stars team and, uh, you know, and a uh, good run for them uh, during this win streak, scoring goals in bunches. All right, let's get to the uh, Tuesday card. It is a big one. And we will begin with the Montreal Canadiens and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, we have Pittsburgh minus 360 uh, home favorites here, six and a half the total. Back-to-back, of course, here for the Montreal Canadiens uh, after the uh, setback to the Colorado app was more than a setback. You got your ass kicked. Uh, but nevertheless, it was a bad uh, performance from the uh, Canadiens. Uh, no question about that. Now they're on the uh, second night of back-to-back uh, -back games, making the trip to face this surging Pittsburgh Penguins team. 7-1-1 one, one in their last nine games, the Penguins, to put themselves rather comfortably uh, in the number one wildcard spot right now in the Eastern Conference. Uh, we'll see if they can, uh, you know, not look past this Montreal team because the one thing you get from the Canadians, even in the nights where they don't play well from Montreal, is, you know, the, 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 the efforts there. I don't think the effort was the problem last night. It was just breakdowns and, and not a great night either for Jake Allen. That was part of the issue as well. But, you know, more often than not, you do get this team playing hard. It's just how much longer can they hang in there uh, and try to, you know, bring their best and maintain a competitive effort night in and night out when you've got everybody that's out right now for Montreal that's out. Uh, it's just an incredible laundry list of injuries. I mean, Yoel Armia, uh, Justin Barron, Christian Dvorak, Jordan Harris, Rem Pitlick, Kirby Dock, Cole Caulfield, Jake Evans, Brendan Gallagher, Sean Monahan, Uri Slavkovsky, Arbor Jackeye. It's, it's an endless deluge of injuries right now for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. They're doing their best uh, to gut through it, but it's not been easy. That being said, it wouldn't shock me to see them show pride and really give it a good effort tonight against Pittsburgh because that's been their mantra. And they're only a 5-5 five and five on the second night of back-to-back -back games this year, so that's not terrible by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, Pittsburgh, like I said, 7-1-1 one one streak for them. Their only losses were an overtime loss to the Islanders and a 4-1 loss to Florida outside of that. Uh, they found ways to win every game recently. The offense is starting to heat up. You look at this last four-game stretch for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, they've been able to score 16 goals uh, in the last four games combined for an average of four goals per game. Uh, so there's no doubt this team uh, is feeling it at the offensive end of the ice uh, right now, uh, getting contributions from everybody. We'll see how this one uh, plays out here. Uh, I think if you look at this matchup, it'll be Samuel Montembeau, by the way, in net for the uh, Montreal Canadiens tonight. And on the flip side, Tristan Jari uh, will be the uh, netminder for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I am going to sprinkle on the draw here. First game out of the shoot uh, with uh, Montreal-Pittsburgh. Nothing on the side. I mean, sir, a Pittsburgh puck line perhaps in the first period to get off to a hot start, jump on the uh, Canadians coming in from uh, Montreal on a back-to-back -back early. 
and then maybe Montreal finds their footing and gets a little bit better as the game goes on. But you can't deny the fact that even during this uh, nice little uptick for the Penguins, they played a lot of close games. A lot of them have not been easy. They've played uh, overtime or shoot overtime games in five of their last nine. Five of the last nine Pittsburgh Penguins games have gone beyond regulation. Uh, so keep that in mind. And Montreal, prior to the last uh, two games against Colorado and New Jersey, they had consecutive games going uh, beyond uh, regulation. And Montreal-Pittsburgh, how about earlier this year? Two meetings, guess what? Both of them, both meetings go beyond regulation. A 3-2 Montreal home win in overtime in October and a 5-4 Montreal win in November also uh, in overtime. So I ain't passing up odds in this stratosphere with Pittsburgh playing a lot of close games lately, even though they've been winning. Montreal is, I think, a team that's going to bring a spirited effort. I know Marty St. Louis and the and the players that were uh, took part in that game last night weren't happy with the way things broke down for them defensively throughout that game, albeit a very high-powered Colorado team. I think they bring it tonight, a good enough effort that they could push to put this game into a overtime or a shootout, and you get plus 445 right now. What a price that is, plus 445 at Pinnacle with this draw. I have to put a few bucks on that. Just have to. At that price, Pittsburgh's propensity for close games and games beyond regulation, five of the last nine. Uh, Montreal, I think, playing a little bit better tonight after a debacle last night. Uh, both meetings earlier this year, Canadians, Penguins going beyond regulation. There's a lot that adds up to make the draw worth a look. I lean over the total as well, uh, six and a half. And as far as props go uh, in this game, it's Jason Zucker. You know it. Don't even have to go far. Uh, I don't even have to you know, go further than that at this point when it comes to him. He's been terrific, four straight games with a goal. He's uh, His goal prop is finally starting to get adjusted a little bit. It's It was above plus 200 for the longest time, and now we're starting to see the majority of sports books below that plus 200 mark with Jason Zucker goal scorer prop. Uh, but still, it's a good enough playable price, in my opinion, plus 180 uh, at FanDuel. Again, he's feeling it. He's been absolutely phenomenal uh, lately. Uh, going to the front of the net, tip-ins, deflections. Uh, he's scoring in every which way. He's, he's got an uh, underrated release, and he's going to the front of the net getting these tips and deflection goals as well. He's minus 125 to get a point as well uh, tonight in this game at Cool Bet, minus 128 at FanDuel, minus 130 at DraftKings. So uh, there's no question. I mean, Jason Zucker, any all day, every day uh, right now, the way He's been performing for the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. There's also some good streaks worth noting here in this game. Sidney Crosby's gone over his shots on goal prop in five straight games, and he's averaging over five shots on goal per game. So the captain of the Penguins has taken it upon himself to just say, hey, I'm, I'm going to you know, try to shoot the puck more. I know I'm always someone that's looking to set up my teammates and my line mates, but now I'm going to try to, with the games and the points being more at a premium, uh, maybe shoot that puck more over two and a half shots, minus 154, you know, probably worth a look. The assist prop for Crosby has been very good. Malkin, believe it or not, is on an assist assist streak coming into this game. And it's only minus 130 for Malkin uh, to get an assist for the uh, Penguins. Uh, he's gotten an assist in eight of the last 10 games, five straight games with an assist for uh, Evgeny Malkin as well. I mentioned Zucker. He's absolutely red hot right now. Chris Letang over shots on goal makes sense as well. Over two and a half. He, of course, had the uh, game-winning shot 
uh, in overtime to beat the New York Rangers on Sunday. He's gone over his shots on goal prop in three straight games coming into tonight as well. So a lot of good options on the Pittsburgh side, at least for props. On the Montreal side of things, it's Mike Matheson shots. It would be Josh Anderson. Those are always our top two targets right now. For Montreal, whether it's shots, goal prop, point prop, those are the two you have to start with uh, on the Montreal side. Uh, Belzeal, we talked about him. Didn't score last night, but he did have a point. I'd say sprinkle on that one more time. I mean, he's still been uh, getting chances, getting opportunities, plus 800 at FanDuel to score. Again, just put a few bucks on that. Man, it pays well if he manages to find the uh, back of the net for the uh, Montreal Canadiens tonight. All right, next up, we've got the Washington Capitals and New York Rangers. Uh, Rangers minus 165 uh, home favorites, six and a half being the uh, total uh, here in this one. The uh, New York Rangers, uh, of course, starting to show signs of better continuity now uh, the last few games, trying to get everybody assimilated with all the changes they've made, bringing in Tarasenko, bringing in Patrick Kane. It's not easy, uh, but slowly but surely they're working out the kinks. They had one, two in a row uh, against the uh, Habs and the Sabres. Uh, they lose in overtime to Pittsburgh 3-2. Three straight games beyond regulation for this New York Rangers team. So this could be another game where the draw has a potential here uh, between the Caps and the Rangers. Capitals with a bounce-back performance after two straight losses. where They beat down the New York Islanders 5-1 uh, on Saturday night. So it was a good win for them. The Capitals aren't completely out of this playoff race yet either. Uh, keep that in mind. And then this is definitely a team that I think takes the ice thinking, we're not totally out yet. You know, and there's still some belief with this hockey team that, hey, we can uh, find the um, uh, find our way maybe into the playoffs if we play good hockey uh, down the stretch. Remember, Washington's still very much uh, a banged up hockey team on the blue line. That is worth noting that they've had John Carlson out for a while, although it looks like they're starting to get a little bit healthier on the blue line. They've also had uh, Nick Jensen. They've had Martin, Martin Fehervari uh, all battling injuries as well. Uh, as of late, but it looks like Jensen's in tonight. So is Fahervari. So much needed reinforcements on the back end for Washington, which they need when you're playing against the uh, high-powered uh, firepower offensively that the New York Rangers bring uh, to the uh, table. Now, again, the New York Rangers last two games, he's talking about their firepower and all this uh, gobbledygook about the uh, New York Rangers and how much they can score. And here they are the last uh, two games where they've been held to just two goals against the uh, Sabres and the uh, Penguins. But, you know, you're never held to the prism of a two-game sample size, nor should you be. So from that standpoint, you know, it's not wise to just say, well, the Rangers' offense isn't going to work with these guys. You know they've got the talent there and the ability. And the one thing we know with the uh, Washington Capitals, at least prior to the Islander game, is that they had been struggling to keep the puck out of their net in a few recent games. They had given up seven goals to Buffalo uh, three goals to San Jose, four to L.A. Uh, so, you know, we'll see how they fare here in this one. Uh, but, uh, you know, from a goaltending standpoint, Shesterkin confirmed for the uh, Rangers. And by the way, the Rangers miss Ryan Lindgren, too. Such an underrated absence on the blue line. Physical, you know, plays well in his own end, doesn't make as many uh, mistakes either uh, when it comes to uh, defensive posture uh, in his own zone. So that's definitely a big absence here from a Rangers perspective, uh, losing uh uh, Ryan Lindgren uh, on the uh, blue line. So uh, I think if you look at this matchup here with the uh, Capitals and the Rangers, Rangers off a loss against Pittsburgh. I usually like to back them uh, when they're back home uh, and off a loss the way they are here. I don't really love what I'm seeing from Washington. That being said, Washington this year has beaten the Rangers twice. 4 nothing shutout in New York and a 6-3 win, of course, just recently. Remember that February 25th game? That was just right before the Patrick Kane 
trade was confirmed. Everybody was getting a little bit excited. You know, all the rumors were going around that they were going to get Patrick Kane. And you could tell they were just that their mind was on that, not so much playing the Washington that day. And they didn't play well. So, you know, I, I do like the Rangers here. I'm going to take a shot in regulation here, New York Rangers uh, in this game. I haven't done a lot of regulation bets, and I don't like doing a lot of regulation bets uh, at this time of year because of how tight things can be and how, you know, many games, as Alex and I have documented uh, the last few weeks, have gone beyond regulation. But what I will do is probably a half unit on the Capitals, and, or sorry, the Rangers in regulation, which is around, uh, not, not a bad price either uh, with that, uh, plus 100 even money at Pinnacle. And a little smaller bet, probably 0.1 unit or a quarter unit at most uh, on the draw as well at plus 340. You know, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to do a little bit of a split there. And the way it works is if the Rangers in regulation wins, we're profitable. But if the Rangers don't win in regulation, but if the game goes beyond regulation to overtime or a shootout, we still have a chance to be profitable because, you know, quarter unit on plus 340 for the draw is going to wipe out the loss of the Rangers in regulation. So that's my money management structure here. About a half, approximate half unit bet, Rangers in regulation quarter unit bet on the draw and Rangers and regulation wins its profit. If the draw cashes, regardless of who wins, it's going to be profit uh, in this game as well. Uh, that, so that's a good way to play it. In my opinion, in this game, the only way we can get burned is if the capitals win in regulation, you know, like we'd lose Rangers in regulation and we'd lose the draw. And uh, I don't know if that's a scenario that uh, I think is as strong as the other two. So uh, that's the way I'm going here in this game prop wise in this game. Uh, we talked about it that Lafreniere is heating up a little bit for the uh, Rangers. He was, at least, for a couple of games there. He's gone back to uh, no points in the last two games, but maybe back on home ice. Good time to buy in again here with uh, Alexi Lafreniere. He's still getting the minutes. He's still getting the number one power play unit uh, for the New York Rangers. That's what you want to see uh, when you're going to bet someone in terms of their props. Uh, so don't give up on Lafreniere after a couple of quiet games just yet. Uh, Vincent Trocek. Someone that uh, we think he's found new life playing with, uh, well, he was playing with Kane. And it looks like, uh, have they shifted the lines here, uh, Gerard Gallant? Let me just see here going into uh, this game. Uh, it looked like they had, uh, they did have uh, Patrick Kane with, yeah, they have Patrick Kane still with Trocek and Kreider uh, on the uh, second line. Panarin with Zibanejad and Tarasenko. Uh, looks like the new look uh, top line because they've separated Panarin and Kane uh, here for this uh, game tonight. So a little bit of a shakeup in the uh, top six here tonight for the uh, New York Rangers. So that's definitely something to uh, keep in mind uh, going into uh, this matchup. But, you know, you look at the uh, last uh, five uh, games, what we've seen from some of these players, Patrick Kane starting to heat up. He's got 15 shots on goal uh, in the last five games combined for the uh, New York Rangers. That's significant. Uh, Tarasenko's got 16 in the last uh, five games. So right away, I mean, you're looking at shot props tonight. Uh, for the Rangers, those are two that stand out. Uh, Kane is shooting the puck more. He's only over two and a half, minus 165. Uh, Vlad Tarasenko is only minus 120, you know, over two and a half shots on goal. So uh, both of them uh, have been uh, shooting the puck a little bit here the last five games. And, and I think you might see that continue here tonight uh, in this matchup against the uh, Capitals. I also think this game uh, at at six, I lean to the over. I, I will have a bet on the over. I bet that if it was six and a half, I might have stayed off. But six to the over, I'm interested. I know the Rangers have gone under in a couple. This feels like that kind of spot where it's time for the Rangers' offense to get rolling again. I think it's very possible that does happen. 
here tonight in this matchup against the uh, Capitals. So the over is in play. And remember, we saw 6-3 the last meeting between uh, these two teams. But as far as the other props, too, that I'm uh, considering here uh, for this uh, matchup, Capitals and uh, Rangers, uh, we go on and down. There's a, a couple more I was wanted to mention. Strom is on a four-game point streak for the uh, Capitals. You know, even with Shesterkin and Net, you know, do you, do you really think the Rangers are going to sh uh, shut out this team? I don't think so. He's plus 125 to get a point tonight, uh, Dylan Strom, uh, for this uh, Washington Capitals team. So keep that in mind. Uh, definitely he has been uh, piling up the points lately and a really good price, if you ask me, too, plus 125 for Dylan Strom, someone on a four-game point streak coming into the game tonight for the uh, Washington Capitals. Like I said, Kane shots on goal, uh, Tarasenko shots on goal are probably looks that I'm interested in uh, here for this game tonight. And I was just looking to see what else here. Oh, Oshie with points in seven of the last 10 games for the uh, Washington Capitals. We've mentioned him. And here's a sneaky one, and he's only plus 110 to get a point tonight, so that's a good look. And here's a sneaky one, Rasmus Sandin for the uh, Washington Capitals. Uh, he's on the number one defensive pair. He's getting power play time. He's getting tons of opportunity here now with this team after the trade with Toronto. Uh, again, more of a featured role for him. That's what he always wanted. Uh, number one pair, number one power play unit for the Capitals. And Rasmus Sandin's making the most of it. How about in since uh, becoming a Washington Capital, how about eight points in the last four games? Eight. Eight points for Rasmus Sandin in the last four games. And you can get his point prop tonight uh, in this game at an exceptional price considering the success eight points in four games, and you can get Rasmus Sandin plus 130 to get a point tonight in this game, plus price for Rasmus Sandin to get a point here uh, in this matchup against the uh, New York Rangers. So uh, outstanding price, uh, eight points in four games, getting that opportunity that he's wanted in Toronto. But again, they've got their, they got so many uh, players on the back end. He just couldn't find that ample ice time on a consistent basis. So uh, Rasmus Sandin point, Rasmus Sandin assist, uh, which is an even better price. And uh, most of his points have been uh, assists. Uh, plus 175 at bet 99 to get an assist. Plus 165 at DraftKings to get an assist. Plus 168 at FanDuel to get an assist. Uh, just have at it with Rasmus Sandin. Those are amazing prices. Amazing prices. Eight points in four games uh, for the Washington Capitals. And, and, like, and seven of those eight points have been assists. Only one of them has been a goal. So to get to see the assist at plus 175, that's uh, that's really something else. And uh, I'll gladly, uh, with a smile on my face, I will look at that uh, assist prop and be very happy uh, to bet it. All right, next up, we've got uh, Tampa Bay and New Jersey. Uh, we've got the uh, Devils, minus 135 home favorites, six and a half the total in this one. Yeah, we like New, I like New Jersey here. Uh, the, the the numbers climbed. It's actually climbed a little bit. This opened as low as minus 120. We're seeing minus 135, minus 140. I like the Devils here. I like the way they're playing. I obviously don't like the way Tampa Bay is playing. We've talked about that ad nauseum here uh, on this show. Uh, but New Jersey's won three straight, playing excellent hockey uh, coming into this game. Uh, Tampa Bay has beaten them uh, two of the three meetings this year uh, against the uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, including the most recent one, six to three here in Jersey. But as we've mentioned here with Tampa Bay, uh, as of late, there's just something not fully there with their game right now, whether it's malaise, whether it's disinterest, whether it's, they just suck right now, or they're not playing well. It's a, it's a, you know, multitude of factors, but it's enough, uh, whatever the factors are, this team's not putting wins on the board. They're not playing 60 minutes of hockey. They're making a lot of defensive mistakes too, uh, in the last uh, few games at Vasilevsky 
as well. I'm not going to say he's been awful because he hasn't been awful. He's not been that bad, but he's just been uncharacteristically underwhelming uh, of late. You know, sloppy rebound control, you know, not tracking the puck as well. You know, just little things that when Vasilevsky's the brick wall we know him to be, he doesn't have these issues. But right now he does have these issues right now uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. So this is a Devils team rolling at the moment. Uh, I like the New Jersey side, minus 135. We'll recommend them at the current price, even though it's climbed. I think they get the job done tonight in this game. Tampa Bay, and look, they've now drawn even with Carolina uh, for first in the Metro Division after that big win against the Canes at home on Sunday night. So I don't think there's any let up here. Uh, I love what I'm seeing from the Devils. Uh, they haven't even fully gotten Timo Meyer playing at his absolute best, but uh, they've gotten, obviously, uh, Jack Hughes was phenomenal against Carolina. Uh, Dawson Mercer, who again is just he had his point streak finally snapped uh, the other night, uh, and it was bound to happen at some point. But like I say, we don't jump off a streak until we lose two in a row. I still think it's worth your while to go back to the well with the Dawson Mercer's uh, point streak prop, which again uh, ended at 12 games with that Carolina game where he got held off the score sheet, even though they won three nothing. Uh, still come back to that, worth a look uh, for sure uh, in this game. Uh, some other. Uh, Props here uh, of note uh, for this uh, New Jersey and uh, Tampa Bay game. Uh, I'm just looking at the um, numbers here. Yeah, Mercer still with points in nine of the last ten. Braden Point to score a goal. Like, if anyone's going to do something for Tampa Bay, it's going to be him. I mean, he's got points in eight of the last ten games. Uh, Kucherov, by the way, shooting the puck quite a bit. I've noticed that. Big uptick uh, in terms of Kucherov shooting the puck. Uh, eight of the last ten, he's gone over three and a half shots. I think that's a good play uh, in this game. Uh, Jack Hughes over three and a half shots. You don't think he's going to be fired up and want to make an impact here against Tampa Bay. Uh, definitely. I could see that Braden point. Like I said, not only the points, but again, he scored a goal in seven of the last 10 games. So yeah, those are all props that I'm interested in. Mercer props, Kucherov over shots point to get a goal. Certainly, uh, Dawson Mercer to get a point. We're not jumping off that train just yet. Uh, they've all certainly been players that have been able to uh, contribute lately for this for, for uh, New Jersey uh, on the uh, Tampa Bay side. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cubano uh, in our chat mentioning Alex Kalorn. Yeah, Alex Kalorn points in particular. Goals he's gotten five in the last six games. So this is about as good an offensive stretch as he's had uh, because he is really going back to last year. He's kind of been, you know, not that offensive force that we uh, know he could be. Uh, but lately we've seen him bring it back again. Uh, he's upwards of plus 350 to score a goal, but the point prop is only minus 110 uh, for Alex Kalorn tonight. And he is definitely starting to trend in the uh, uh, production, the direction of improved production uh, for the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. And again, with that point prop, like I said, even money minus 110, uh, Kalorn's on a little bit of a stretch right now where uh, he has collected two, three, six, seven, eight points for the uh, Lightning in the last seven games. So it's been a nice little run here for Alex Kalorn lately for uh, Tampa Bay. So there's another prop I would uh, consider as well uh, here in this game. Uh, this is a game where don't, you know, I'm always with the, with firepower that these two teams have, I'm always tempted to look over. And if you actually look two of the three meetings this year have gone over the total, including the game in New Jersey, but you know, we'll have to wait and see because, you know, I might look, wait for the bet cast tonight, see if I can get something back. I just get that sense. It might start slow. You know, it might start a little bit slower tonight uh, in this game. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how that goes. Uh, and uh, by the way, when it comes to the uh, New Jersey, uh, the, the, uh, I, I do definitely lean over, but I think I might 
look for uh, something better. And keep in mind, Anthony Sorelli, you know, in terms of his status, the upper body injury that he suffered against Winnipeg, you're talking about a guy that, you know, 10 goals, 13 assists. Uh, the offense is sporadic when it comes to Anthony Sorelli for the Lightning. But what's not sporadic is how important he is to this team, especially at the defensive end of the ice. This team becomes a much worse defensive team up front in the forward group without Anthony Sorelli. So if he does not play tonight, that's a big blow defensively for uh, Tampa Bay. And, and actually, if, if he doesn't play, not only do I will I maybe just not, not just bet New Jersey, which I'm already on for the money line, but I might look at the team total uh, over three and a half if Sorelli doesn't play. Yeah, Palat, yes. Great, great call. I almost moved on to the next game not mentioning that. Uh, that would have been a travesty on my part. But yes, that angle, obviously, it's a big angle. It's a it's a it's a meaningful angle. It's the one we talked about with Arturi Lekkonen last night playing his former team. And here's Andre Palat for the New Jersey Devils tonight uh, playing his former team, the Tampa Bay Lightning. You don't think he'd want to make an impact tonight uh, against the uh, Lightning? He's only plus 130 to get a point, plus 340 at FanDuel to score a goal uh, in this game tonight. If you really want to get live, want to get or if you really want to get uh, into the bargain bin, there's a plus 340 right there for Palat to score a goal. But even the point prop is good enough for me. Absolutely, a plus 130 uh, for him to get a point. Uh, and I think if you actually look at the uh, recent uh, numbers as well for Palat going into this matchup with for the uh, Devils, uh, his point production, uh, not great of late. Well, it was going, he was up on an, up a surge uh, about a few weeks ago, or early in March. Uh, Andre Palat was on a stretch there where he had five points in four games. He's now gone three consecutive games without a point since then. but. I still think based on that angle alone, facing his former team, he'd he'd want to be someone that definitely makes an impact. And that includes the shots on goal, too. We don't think of uh, Andre Palat always as someone that's got a high-volume shots on goal player, but tonight could be that uh, could be that uh, exception as he tries to maybe get his cookie uh, against his old team. All right, Winnipeg Jets, Carolina Hurricanes. We've got Carolina minus 220, home favorites, six the total, uh, shaded to the under in this game. This is definitely a bet that falls into the category of maybe a, you're vic, being a victim of recency bias. But uh, I, I, I as, as long as we don't get any shenanigans here with the uh, starting goaltender decision uh, for Winnipeg, and I'm still thinking it could be Riddick. That's the only reason I'm holding off. Uh, but they should start Hellebuck. Uh, Rick Bonus should, but because they don't have a back-to-back, they play at home against Boston on Thursday. There's no reason not to roll with Hellebuck here. He's a workhorse. He's always talked about to the media that he's totally cool, you know, with uh, starting back-to-back games uh, and not having those issues with, you know, starting back-to-back games. Uh, and uh, and this is not even a back-to-back. They played Sunday night. You know, they got a day off yesterday after the Tampa Bay game. So, it should be Hellebuck, but the way they've trying to rest him and they're, you know, not mini, like a mini version of load management almost, that it wouldn't totally surprise me to see David Riddick in net. And then you see a lot of the goalie sites like left wing lock, among others, projecting it to be David Riddick. And, and you become a little bit, uh, you know, s- 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 uh, worried that it is going to be him. Uh, instead of uh, Connor Hellebuck here uh, for this game. So uh, we'll see who ends up. Yeah, it is Riddick. I'm just seeing it now. Riddick and Anderson, the uh, goaltenders here uh, for this uh, Jets and uh, Hurricanes game. Uh, Freddie Anderson in net. He, of course, was in net when they got shut out 4 nothing by Vegas 
on Saturday night. It was Kochetkov who was in for the New Jersey loss. But back to Freddie Anderson tonight, and it is David Riddick uh, in goal tonight for the uh, Winnipeg Jets in this game. Uh, you look at the series history, believe it or not, it's 3-2-1 three and t- three, two and one to the over. But the only unders were 4-1 and 4-2, and the total here in this game is uh, 6. And actually, if you shop around, I, th- I think we might see, because it's shaded to the under, we might get a 5.5 here. Let me just double check on that right now. We might actually just, yes, Bet Rivers has over 5.5 minus 1. I'm, I'm betting over 5.5 at minus 122. You better believe it. Uh, at that number, I'm interested. Uh, so shop around. A, mo- a lot of books have uh, over six at a plus price. If you, if you like that price better, you can bet that. Or if you want to get the five and a half like I do, uh, you can go to Bet Rivers here over five and a half minus 122. I think that's a good look. And look, the Jets are scoring a little bit. They've had a nice road trip offensively. No question about it. They had the five spot against Florida. Uh, they put three goals on the board against Tampa. I think it could have been even more than that. They had 35 shots. They've had 73 shots here in the two uh, road games that they've played so far. So it kind of has me wanting to take Carolina over saves, but we know Carolina is just such an incredible team at not allowing a ton of shots on goal. They're one of the best at it. So it's kind of a clash of uh, something's got to give here, right? Winnipeg's racking up the shots on goal the first two games of this road trip in Tampa and Florida. But Carolina doesn't give up a ton of shots. So what is going to give there? Uh, that ends up being the massive question. So I like the over here, five and a half minus 122. Man, I was going to bet Winnipeg if it was Hellebuck for something at plus 180. I can't do it now with Riddick. Uh, Riddick's been trending downward. If anyone's been watching David Riddick, he's turning more and more into big Civ Dave uh, all over again. He had that nice little run, but hasn't lasted. Uh, he gave up three goals against San Jose. A couple of them were stinkers. You know, in a game that Winnipeg outplayed the Sharks, and if they get a, little, a save or two from Riddick, they probably win that game. Uh, that's a problem. Uh, you know, he gave up three goals to the uh, Islanders, so not nearly as sharp the last few games for the uh, Winnipeg Jets. So that's why I gravitate now more towards over uh, in this game rather than the Jets side. You look at the uh, uh, recent games too for Winnipeg; they've actually gone beyond over t- beyond regulation in three of their last seven games going into this uh, matchup here against uh, Carolina. Uh, and the previous meeting this year in Winnipeg did also go to overtime. So I'm going to sprinkle on the draw uh, here. There's another draw sprinkle. Now again, keep these light. You're you know I don't want people coming after uh, to me after and saying, well, you know what, your draw looks all lost. Well, you should be keeping them to minimal amounts. That's what you do with the draw. Maybe once in a while you you step one up to a little bit of a bigger bet if you really feel more confident in it. But these are small scale bets. These are bet a little to win a, a lot type of bets or bet a little to win uh, you know a decent amount more. That's what we're doing here with some of these draws. Uh the ones that we, you know, we were we're, we're taking a shot on but we're not, you know, really strongly confident with uh, and that that would be this one. But again, it, it adds up and it adds up too because the Jets need points desperately. Things will get clamped down a little bit if it's tied late in the third period. You could even say the same thing for Carolina because they're in that first place battle with New Jersey. And we've got that great situation for a draw as well. Opposing conferences for these two teams. Their respective playoff races have nothing to do with each other. Okay, Carolina doesn't give two shits. They don't give a flying you know what that Winnipeg gets a point tonight. Conversely, the same thing with Winnipeg. They don't give a crap if Carolina gets a point tonight. You know, they're in totally different playoff races tonight, uh, these two teams. Nothing to do with each other uh, in that regard. It's not like Carolina getting a point is going to hurt Winnipeg 
where Winnipeg getting a point in this game tonight is going to hurt Carolina. Uh, so the draw to me looks uh, uh, a little bit uh, at this price like it's worth a shot. And again, we're still seeing we're seeing these come through. I mean, that Sunday, I mean, look at the draws that, that cashed in the National Hockey League. And again, you're talking plus 375 here uh, at Pinnacle with the draw for this uh, Winnipeg-Carolina game. So, uh, And it's not like Anderson's been phenomenal and shutting the door lately either. I mean, we're bagging on Riddick here, or I am at least. And let's not let's not act like Freddie Anderson's been on top of his game the last few games. He hasn't really been all that superb uh, in recent games. So, uh, like I say, we're going to sprinkle on the draw north of plus uh, 400. It's a great, or almost plus 400, plus 375. It's a great price. And also, I like over five and a half here. Uh, Prop-wise, uh, there are a few uh, that I'm uh, interested in. Not as many. Uh, because one thing we're seeing with Carolina is they're really trying to play that more, you know, tighter brand of hockey, you know, as we get closer to the uh, playoff, at least in terms of the shots on goal uh, quotient. Uh, but as far as the uh, props go here for this one, uh, you know, I'd probably look toward uh, Svechnikov, by the way, I do want to point that out. Svechnikov being out is significant for Carolina. Uh, keep that in mind. Uh, and it's unfortunate to see uh, he's going to be out indefinitely. Uh, there was concern that he suffered a torn ACL, uh, you know, and so they're they're looking at additional opinions. Uh, MRI results, they're saying, though, a four, at least four weeks is what they're saying for Svechnikov. It is a huge, huge, um, you know, huge, huge loss, uh, obviously, especially for a team that didn't really improve their team at the deadline. And we've talked about that, where it's like almost like Carolina thought they had a good enough team. They really didn't have to make a ton of great upgrades at the uh, trade deadline. Yes, Apuliarvi was their big uh, upgrade at, at forward. I mean, that's 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 really saying something, especially considering Connor McDavid couldn't even bring anything out of them uh, in Edmonton. So, uh, yeah, the draw for me here and also a little look toward the uh, over here, five and a half uh, in this one. Uh, there is something prop-wise. I'm trying to think of it now. Uh, before we move on to the uh, next game. Oh, of course, Niederreiter, of course. The Nino Niederreiter, of course. Uh, he's been phenomenal here for the uh, Winnipeg uh, Jets here uh, as of late. Been absolutely outstanding. Uh, continues to produce for this group. Uh, found instant chemistry, uh, playing uh, big minutes, uh, already playing on the number one power play unit as well for this Winnipeg Jets team, uh, no doubt. And look, he's playing against uh, his old team, Carolina, one of his old teams, just like Minnesota, and you saw what he did there. Yeah, he, you know, got to the wild and made an impact there. I think he makes an impact here against another one of his former teams, the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, you look at his production; he's on a six-game point streak. He has goals in three uh, of the last four games for the uh, Winnipeg Jets, and that six-game point streak. So yeah, Nino Niederreiter, we're rocking and rolling with double N once again for the uh, Winnipeg uh, Jets. Uh, plus 250 in some spots to score a goal, uh, only plus 100 to get a point, which is just superb, outstanding, spectacular value, a great price. Uh, and the overshots on goal, too, plus 140. He'd be the one I'd be interested in for shots on goal tonight. Because, again, I don't love, you know, peppering shots on goal props for opposing teams of the Carolina Hurricanes because they don't give up a ton of shots. But he would be that one guy I'd be interested in shots on goal for. Uh, tonight in this game because of that impact and facing his former team. He's feeling it. He's got points in six straight games. When you have points in six straight games and a goal in three of the last four games, you want to shoot the puck more. And I think we'll see that from Nino Niederreiter uh, here tonight. All right, Vegas and Philly. We've got the uh, Golden Knights minus 190 road favorites, six the total. 
here in this game. A great road trip here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights so far. Uh, and what they've done has been pretty remarkable. Six and one in their last seven. This team has just decimated with their goaltending. I mean, first it was Leonard, then it was Logan Thompson, then it was Laurent Brossois, and now it's Aiden Hill, uh, who's also been out uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights the last few games with a lower body injury. So they've got to go with uh, Jonathan Quick. Uh, it's obviously going to be Jonathan Quick, you would think, tonight uh, in this game. And boy, are they thankful they picked him up now uh, in that trade with Columbus because uh, with all their goalies out, they would have had to rely on this Yuri Patera kid who they actually coincidentally got the win in his first NHL start against St. Louis the other night. But really amazing work here by the Golden Knights to keep themselves afloat. They've had a rotating, revolving door at goaltender uh, all a season and especially of late and they have been able to just uh, continue to get the job done and play winning hockey uh, like I said six of their last seven Phillies obviously struggling you know one and seven in their last eight games the only win was a 3-1 win against Detroit uh, they've dropped three straight games to uh, playoff bound competition we think Pittsburgh might be playoff bound it's not set in stone yet but they're trending that way but they've lost three in a row to potential playoff teams Tampa Bay Carolina and Pittsburgh so the Flyers are really kind of fading now, kind of realizing that, hey, you know, we, we, we worked our ass off this season. We played hard, but, you know, we just don't have the uh, depth and the, and the, and the overall uh, level of ability and skill and talent that the other teams have. And it's starting to become uh, a reality here. This is the end of the road trip here for Vegas. OK, that's the one thing that bothers me about taking Vegas. I, I want to take Vegas here in this spot in regulation, but. This is the end of that road trip, and they go back home to face Calgary on Thursday night. Is there that wanting-to-get-home feeling creeping into this team a little bit uh, in this game that they just want to get home and get on the uh, plane and back to Sin City? Uh, but the uh, counter-argument to that is, can Philadelphia take advantage of it? I'm not so sure. I mean, this team is just uh, absolutely compromised offensively. Three goals in the last three games combined. They have not been able to find the back of the net. Uh, whatsoever here uh, in this game uh, and again Jonathan Quick Jonathan Quick had one of the best games I've seen him play in years against Carolina 34 save shutout yeah there's that argument can he do it again can he can he bring two strong games in a row to the table but he might be able to I mean Philadelphia is not scoring right now as a team so uh, this is definitely a spot where I, I'm leaning with Vegas in regulation I probably will get on that uh, for something here. I am a little bit worried, though, again, with this being the final game of a fairly successful road trip, that there's that little look ahead uh, to getting home tangent uh, in play here for the uh, Golden Knights. But I don't know. I still think they're better than Philly. Come ready to play. You get the job done. So uh, for me, I like uh, Vegas here in regulation. I'm not so hot on the over. Uh, I know some people in our chat like the over, but Vegas can clamp down. Uh, Quick was phenomenal shutting out Carolina. Uh, each of the last two meetings have gone under the total between these two teams. So I would probably stick with Vegas in terms of props here. Yeah. Marcia. So clearly, uh, you know, continues to play very well for them. Uh, I keep thinking that uh, Barbashev for the uh, golden Knights is going to get going again. Yeah. Marcia. So has got a point in four of the last five games, five of the last six games, goals and back-to-back games. Uh, I like uh, his uh, goal and point prop. Barbet close shave Barbashev, Ivan Barbashev point prop. He got off the schneid against his old team, St. Louis, got a point. I think his point prop is worth a look. Here's a point prop I'll throw at you, and maybe even shots on goal, too, because we've seen him. Uh, not, actually, not so much the shots on goal. He's got one in the last three games, but he's been racking up points lately on the blue line for Vegas. Alex Petrangelo, 
yeah, I, I've picked up on this here. I picked up on it a game or two ago that, hey, this guy's now starting to pile up some points, get in on the offense, and he's only plus 136 at FanDuel to get a point tonight. That's Alex Petrangelo here for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. And, you know, Shea Theodore is a guy that really contributes a lot of offense from the back end. Uh, we think of him as someone that can do that uh, for this team. Maybe not always as much Petrangelo, but right now Petrangelo is doing that for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So uh, definitely interested in terms of uh, prop involving him uh, in this uh, matchup between the uh, Golden Knights and the uh, Flyers. Yeah, first period, both teams to score. I certainly think Vegas can get on the uh, score sheet. Felix Sandstrom is going to be the Philadelphia netminder, by the way. He was very good in his last start, actually, believe it or not, against Carolina. It was that one nothing Hurricanes game win that night. He stopped 28 of 29 shots, uh, and he played pretty well in that game. But his overall numbers are terrible. One in nine, 3.3 goals against average, 888 save percentage uh, on the season. So that's the concern. He's off one really good start and a whole lot of not so good before that. So what will Felix Sandstrom uh, bring to the table here tonight? That ends up being the uh, big question. But like I said, I'm going to look at those props I mentioned and also maybe a look toward the uh, Vegas in regulation here for a uh, uh, even with the concern of them looking to, uh, forward to getting home, I think they've still probably got enough to outdo this, uh, you know, struggling Philadelphia team uh, at the uh, moment. Let me see what else in terms of uh, props. Yeah, Marsh is so point prop. Carlson actually points in three straight games. I mentioned Petrangelo with the three-game point and assist streak. That's a really good prop, in my opinion, Petrangelo in this game. No question about that. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, Eichel's gotten a point in seven of the last 10. Uh, keep that in mind. Riley Smith with a point in seven of the last 10 as well for Vegas. So it's another reason why Vegas has won six of the last seven. When you're seeing all these players' names pop up on goal streaks and point streaks, and you know that that's when you know your team's playing well. You got Marcia So and Eichel and Smith and Petrangelo, and you're getting so many different names here uh, basically contributing for them right now offensively. And that's what's helping them put together this nice little run. All right, Detroit, Nashville. We've got uh, Nashville minus 155 home favorites, six the total uh, in this one. This is uh, this is probably one of the draws that I kind of like the most here tonight. Uh, this definitely screams draw with these two teams, uh, the Red Wings and the Predators. They're both on the outside looking in in their respective playoff races, but neither team is fully out of it yet. You know, even Detroit now have won two of their last three games. They're not fully dead yet. I Look, who's kidding who? We don't think Detroit's getting in. Anybody that looks at the standings knows, you know, Detroit's going to have a hard time making it. But they haven't given up and they haven't stopped believing they can get in Detroit because you're still seeing them play hard uh, on a nightly basis. And they still are only seven points out, but they, they're going to have to put some things together uh, to get in. Same thing with Nashville. Like nobody in the right mind believes Nashville's going to get in. Uh, Nashville's six points behind Winnipeg right now. Uh, for the second wild card spot, it's looking highly unlikely uh, that both of these teams uh, get into the playoffs. But don't tell them that they, they both think they could get in here uh, in uh, this uh, as of right now. And as and because you've got Detroit in the East in their own playoff race, Nashville in the West in their own playoff race. This is just like Winnipeg and Carolina. We talked about it earlier. Nobody cares that the other team's going to get a point if it's tied late. Nobody's going to be upset that the other team's going to get a point out of it. No way they are. Uh, they couldn't care less about that. Uh, so, you know, you look at this game, Detroit, uh, again, off the big win against Boston. Uh, now they go to Nashville. Nashville, by the way, not a great spot for them. If you look at this Nashville uh, Predators team, uh, they have been on the road for a very long time. A six-game road trip. Flor since March 2nd, 
It started against Florida, then Chicago, then Vancouver, then Arizona, then Los Angeles, then Anaheim. It's a very long road trip for this team, and now they're coming back home. So uh, tricky spot here for this uh, Nashville uh, Predators team off that uh, road trip, uh, off that long road. So uh, this might be a game where I do like the draw, but I might even sprinkle a little on Detroit, do that little half. And I like doing that with the dog, the little a half on the on the on the on the underdog side and a half on the draw or a little bit smaller on the draw and if you get one of them to cash you're going to be profitable and if you win and if the dog wins in overtime or a shootout man you're really in profit if that's the case which i think has the potential here in this game so i don't mind the shot with detroit plus 140 uh, here in this game they catch nashville off the long road trip maybe nashville in the first period too i might jump a little on that at plus 122 because you think in the first 20 minutes maybe they're going to catch nashville at their most vulnerable um so yeah detroit first period full game money line split we'll split it up between those two and then the draw like i said plus 340 uh again pretty good price on that and i definitely think we could see uh, it be uh, a close competitive game with detroit having that shot to uh, get the uh, win here on the road soros will be a net for uh, nashville uh, here in this game, of course, they're still without Johansson, Parson, and Forsberg. Uh, uh, Alex Carrier's out as well. We expect Billy Huso in net for Detroit, but it hasn't been uh, confirmed of yet. This is not a bad prop game either. I'd say Cody Glass point prop. Thomas Novak, I mean, this guy, uh, they found something in him. He's been uh, just remarkably consistent, uh, Thomas Novak. And he's only plus 100 to get a point, plus 105. If you want to sprinkle on the, uh, or actually that's uh, no plus three thirty is to get a goal. Uh, Thomas uh, Novak tonight, and then to get a point, he's minus one thirty, which is a very good price. Uh, you know, you could look at uh, Tyson Berry to get a point, plus one hundred five for Nashville. Uh, he's playing number one power play. Not, if, if you want to go even further, Barry to get a power play point is plus four hundred at FanDuel. That's not a bad option here. Uh, not a bad prop game here. Uh, in this one, Larkin's on a three-game point streak. Oh, and if you're into power play points, here's something very interesting I noticed. Power play points, three-game power play point streaks for the Detroit Red Wings for both Alex Chason and Dylan Larkin coming into this game. Both of them have gotten a power play point in three straight games. Larkin power play point plus 192 tonight. Alex Chason power play point tonight plus 560 at FanDuel. And we have two guys that are on three-game power play point streaks right now for the Detroit Red Wings. So there you go. Bargain bin uh, right there. If you're, if you're looking at power play point props and remember chase on got that beautiful goal uh, against uh, Boston on Saturday afternoon, the bot, the game in Boston on the power play. So uh, not a bad prop game here with the uh, Red Wings uh, and the uh, predators uh, going into uh, this uh, matchup. Uh, I'm just looking at series history. It's kind of trended under, so I'm, I'm neutral on the total. Uh, could go over, could go under. Neither would surprise me uh, here in this game tonight. But I'm going to stick with a little split. Detroit first period, full game money line. Little on the draw, plus 340. And all those props I mentioned worth a look as well. All right, that's halfway through the uh, Tuesday card. Six more games still to go. We'll be back to preview those right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the, Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, pre-rolls, gummies, 
Wake and Bake Coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, we're back here, and that's, yes, great call in the chat. Poe Buddy's nerfed about Andrew Kopp. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, he's heating up, and uh, we know there's offense in him. It's uh, Look, he's known for two-way play, good defensively, wins a lot of big face-offs, plays in all situations, but it was shocking to see him have a, such a weak offensive season. He's a better offensive player than eight goals this season that he's had for Detroit, but lo and behold, last six games, he's heating up. He's got points in four straight games, a point in five of the last six games for Detroit, and goals in back-to-back -back games as well coming into uh, tonight. So, yeah, Andrew Kopp props. I, I sign off on that. I co-sign that. Definitely good to look at that. All right, Boston, Chicago. Uh, we've got Boston, minus 440. Uh, big road favorites here, six being the uh, total in this game. Um, I don't know if I'd want to be Chicago tonight. I mean, Boston now Boston's one of those teams that, again, we talked about it. Do they just bounce back because they're pissed about a loss or are they in that spot where, where now the malaise continues? And it's like, we're cruising right now. We're up by whatever it is, 11 points on our, the two nearest teams to us in the Eastern conference. You know, is it balls to the wall every night for Boston? And you're starting to see some of that lethargic, you know, take your foot off, ease up you know, ease the, your foot off the gas pedal type of mentality here from Boston. They've lost two of the last three. Uh, they lost to Edmonton at home. They lost to Detroit Sunday afternoon, 5-3, and they started that game terribly, about as bad as the, the Bruins have looked in two periods before waking up in the third, but too little too late. And don't forget about the game in Boston against Detroit on Saturday, the first of the two that they did win 3-2, but they were down 2-0 early. They didn't look ready to go in that game either. So, you know, it's just you're not gonna, um, you're not gonna see me backing Boston at any point moving forward the rest of the regular season. They're overpriced. You don't know if you're gonna get full on hundred percent focus, hundred percent intensity, hundred percent effort, hundred percent performance uh, every night with this team, with everything essentially locked up uh, in terms of their positioning and get, gearing up now for the playoffs. Which means you might also see Jim Montgomery, you know experiment with some things, look at some different line combinations and look at some uh, D pairs. But I'm also not interested really in Chicago, to be quite honest. I mean, it's a huge price. Uh, Morozik is going to be a net for the uh, Blackhawks tonight. Linus Allmark for the uh, Boston Bruins. Uh, there are some injuries here for Chicago. Uh, they are a bit banged up right now. Reese Johnson uh, injured. Cole Gutman, who's actually been a nice little spark for them. He's out. Colin Blackwell, Anders Bjork uh, on the Boston side. Uh, Nick Foligno, Taylor Hall have been out for a while, but Brandon Carlo, defenseman, uh, is now out as well uh, for this uh, game tonight. Bit banged up. It's expected he'll be ready on Thursday. I think this is more load management, minor injury. Just wanted to hold him out. And Hampus Lindholm slated to be back in the lineup to replace Brandon Carlo. Tells you how sick the Bruins' blue line is. Hampus Lindholm's spare part right now on that blue line. That's, that's insane to me. Uh, and he's a pretty good player. 
and uh, all of a sudden now Hampus Lindholm uh, draws back in. And of course, what a blue line it is now for the Boston Bruins uh, in terms of uh, depth. So uh, this is not really a game I'm going to touch side or total with. Boston's won four straight against Chicago, but but three of the last five meetings between the Blackhawks and the Bruins have gone beyond regulation. I'm not saying take the draw, but man, it, it did cross my mind. It, it did cross my mind. And you are talking about the draw being an option in a game where there's a minus 440 favorite on the board, which means the price on the draw is going to be even better. And we're looking at plus 488 at Pinnacle with the draw in this game. Um, so to me, man, they're going to rope me into taking a, a, at least putting a something very, very small on this draw at that price, plus 488. And then after seeing Boston's gone uh, uh, to a draw with Chicago in three of the last five meetings. So, uh, you know, definitely I think that the plus 488, yeah, they, at that price, like if this is plus 300, I'm not interested. If it's like the standard average price of a draw, plus 300, plus 325, I ain't touching it. But come on here, plus 488. You know, when you're not totally sure if Boston's 100% going to be invested. Uh, and the one thing we've seen about Chicago here lately, 4-3 loss to Detroit, could have went to OT. 4-3 loss to Florida, did go to overtime. 3-1 loss to Tampa Bay. That game was going to go to overtime, if not for a goal from Braden Point with like 45 seconds left to go 2-1 uh, in that game. So, uh, you know, they've been competitive. They've been right there, Chicago, in the last few games. So, uh, that draw plus 488, man. I got to put a couple bucks on it at the very least. Win or lose, I'm content with that. Uh, all right, Ottawa Edmonton. Uh, next up here, we've got uh, in this. Oh, by the way, in terms of props for the uh, Boston game, Pavel Zaka, uh, very interesting in terms of props there with him. Uh, he's definitely been solid for them uh, of a late. Let me just see what else uh, piques my interest. Taylor Radish has gotten a point in three straight games for Chicago. If anyone's going to contribute for them anything tonight against this Bruins team, uh, it'll be him. Uh, he's also gone over his shots prop in uh, three straight games. So keep an eye on that for the uh, Blackhawks tonight. Taylor Radish, uh, he's the hot commodity right now for them. And that's pretty much it. And like I said, looking at maybe Zaka here for uh, Boston. Uh, all right, Ottawa, Edmonton. We've got uh, Edmonton minus 210, home favorites, seven being the uh, total in this game. Uh, Ottawa, you know, losing to Calgary and Vancouver over the weekend. It's not going to get any easier now uh, against the uh, Edmonton Oilers with Skinner uh, confirmed in net for the uh, Oilers. It will be Stuart Skinner tonight for them. Uh, Ottawa, too. Uh, we already talked about how this team has struggled defensively on this road trip. I mean, they made Calgary's offense look like it was uh, the 80s Oilers the other night, and they didn't really have a good defensive game against Vancouver. Uh, on Saturday night either. So uh, all of a sudden we're worried a bit about the uh, downward trajectory of this Ottawa blue line. And Thomas Shabbat is now out as well for the Ottawa senators. It's not going to make things any easier for them trying to improve things and shore things up with their defensive play uh, in their own zone. Uh, it's a good thing. They have Jacob Chikrin now, because you got to believe now with uh, Thomas Shabbat out, uh, he's going to get more minutes, more usage, more power play time. That's look, they were screaming about him getting as much power play time, if not more than Shabbat. Well, now Shabbat's injured. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. Uh, now he will get uh, ample power play time. And yes, they've got him slotted on the first power play unit tonight for the Ottawa Senators. So it will be a opportunity here for Jake Chikrin uh, to make an impact uh, on this uh, man advantage for the uh uh, Ottawa Senators here in this game. His power play point prop is plus 300. I'm just saying, worth a look, worth a shot. 
point prop for Ch Chikrin as well, uh, minus 105. Uh, you could even go goal prop plus 410, you know, if you really want to get adventurous. But uh, this is a big opportunity for him now. Uh, overshots on goal, yep, goal prop, point prop, power play point prop, assist prop, you name it. Jacob Chikrin here uh, in this uh, game. Definitely uh, his props are live, in my opinion, in this one. Uh, it should be an interesting response. I love the over here. I do, but I'm going to wait for a uh, live line, uh, obviously, with this one. I'm not going to bet it at 7. That's what we got the bet cast for tonight. We will be on at least until the conclusion of this Ottawa-Edmonton game. So uh, we will be on during the uh, game early on. So uh, definitely I'm going to look for a live over at 6.5 in this game, uh, no doubt. As far as the side goes, not much here. Not much here because I think Ottawa is certainly – Backs against the wall. They they need a response. Edmonton is coming back off that Eastern Canada road trip uh, where they just uh, completed it. Boston and Toronto, uh, they played in those games. Uh, so it's not the greatest of spots here. And Buffalo as well uh, for Edmonton. So they're back home off that little mini road trip. And they're off a loss. So I'd expect them to want to play better after that 7-5 setback. 7-4, I should say, setback against Toronto uh, on Saturday night. Uh, Edmonton beat Ottawa six to three earlier this season in Ottawa, but actually, if you look in Edmonton, Ottawa beat them here the last time, six to four, the last time they made the trip here to uh, Edmonton. And by the way, three straight games head to head in Edmonton between these teams have gone uh, over the total. Uh, the over seven and two in Ottawa's last nine games. The over seven and two, as I said in the last nine meetings in Edmonton between these two teams. But like I said, I like this over. Don't get me wrong, but not at seven. Let's take a shot that maybe we get a scoreless start for the first few minutes and we're able to grab six and a half or better uh, during the uh, betcast tonight uh, with this uh, live over. That's the plan uh, for yours truly here in this game. Props go, Stutes look, uh, shots on goal. I mean, I don't even have to say it. You already know I'm going to be always looking to bet that. Uh, there's no question. Uh, and as far as the uh, props go on the uh, Ottawa side of things, uh, you know, you can look at it. There's, there's definitely been players that have been in some uh, good form lately for them. They obviously had a, a, an off night or two uh, the last couple games against uh, Calgary and Vancouver, but you'll always have the opportunity to get some chances here when you play this uh, Edmonton Oilers team. Uh, so in terms of uh, recent production, uh, you know, DeBrinket's really become uh, a little bit more noticeable lately. Giroux has been just lights out. He's been phenomenal, uh, no doubt. Stutzla's on a streak of five points in the last three games and seven points in the last four games. So, you know, you could do uh, point prop, goal prop for him. Uh, you, Giroux goes without saying. They're absolutely feeling it right now. Batherson's kind of cooled off lately for Ottawa uh, the last few games. Maybe tonight he gets it going, but certainly his form hasn't been nearly as good, you know, the last few games. And then on the Edmonton side of things, uh, you look at uh, who's going to produce for them. I, I like that Clem Costin's back in the lineup. Uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. He's missed the last two games. Uh, he's going to be back in the lineup tonight. Thank goodness for that. He's he's earned it. He's played hard. He's played well. Evan Bouchard here for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. I'm telling you what here. He's got two assists against Toronto, two points. He got a goal which for his only point against Boston. He has six points in the last four games. With Tyson Berry traded, he has definitely gotten more of the responsibility to quarterback the power play for the Edmonton Oilers, and he's making good on that. Uh, so anything with Evan Bouchard involved, I think is a pretty good prop look in this game tonight and moving forward because until they adjust to his new role with greater opportunity running the power play. So uh, to get a goal, he's plus 690. To get an assist, he's plus 125. 
Uh, look for the point prop. I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Bet 99 obviously usually has some point props that maybe some other books don't have on uh, certain players. So I'm going to take a look here and let me see if they've got a point prop for uh, Evan Bouchard tonight in this game. Because if they do, I think it's definitely going to be uh, one that you want to uh, look for uh, in this game. All right, here we go. NHL. Let's go to point props. Let's go to Ottawa Edmonton. Uh, and let's see what we can find. Yeah, Evan Bouchard to get a point tonight is plus 100 at bet 99. Uh, sign me up. That's phenomenal right there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. All right, uh, next up here, we've got uh, Dallas and Vancouver. Uh, it is uh, Vancouver, or sorry, Dallas, minus 140. Uh, road favorites, uh, six and a half the total. I bet the over early. I figured it was going to go up to six and a half. So I jumped on over six at minus 120. Uh, it's got, actually there is still an over six at minus one thirty, yeah minus one thirty at uh, bet on uh, no uh, minus one twenty one at bet online still has over six bookmaker, uh, bookmaker slash Chris has over six minus one twenty five as well. So there are still a couple of books here that have the over at six. Uh, shop around. I mean Dallas, what can you say? They've suddenly become an over team at least for now. And look, they're going to have their. They're going to have their moments again where they're back to two to one hockey again, three to one, and they're not struggling to score again. But you ride the wave right now with this team because offensively, during this six and one stretch in their last seven games, they've scored four, five, seven, four, ten, four, five. I mean, they've just been consistently getting to four goals or more in all six of these games or all seven of their uh, seven straight games with four plus goals for the uh, Dallas Stars. They've gone over in six of the last seven uh, as well. So, uh, yeah, you like the over here in this uh, Vancouver, you know, kind of went under a couple of games, but the last couple, you know, Ottawa game uh, they uh, with the 5-2 win, the Nashville game went over, so they've gone over in two of the last three. This is a tough game from a side perspective. I mean, do you really want to step in front of Dallas right now? I'm not, I'm not really rushing to do that, but the way they're scoring and lighting up the scoreboard, but they are only three and four on a second of back-to-back games this year. They're in Seattle last night. Now they're in Vancouver tonight. And the Canucks are playing you know, some of their best hockey in months, if not the entire season, four straight wins. You know, they've actually gotten some better defensive play. Penalty killing hasn't been nearly as horrible as it was early in the season. So Rick Tockett is having some success getting this team to play a little bit better in their own end. It ha helps having Thatcher Demko, of course, back from injury uh, in between the pipes. So, um, you know, it's I, I don't think this is just, yeah, you're lined up here and you for sure, you know, have extreme confidence with Dallas here. At minus 145 is road favorites, especially with the way that the uh, Vancouver Canucks have played lately. So um, this is definitely going to be, for me, not a game I'm involved from a side perspective. I like the total. I like a lot of props here. Uh, where do we begin here? Joe Pavelski on a six-game point streak for the uh, uh, Dallas Stars. When he gets on one of these, you know, and it's late in the season, uh, I think he knows, hey, it's time to ramp up here. Uh, get my game going. It's my time of the year. So him to get a point makes sense. I like his over shots on goal, over two and a half shots on goal, plus 120. People are totally asleep on the fact, odds makers are, that this guy is really shooting the puck now. Uh, last game, he only had two shots against Seattle. But you look at the way he's shot the puck before that. He had five straight games over two and a half shots on goal. Five of the last six games for Pavelski have gone over two and a half shots on goal. He has a goal in three of the last or four of the last five games with a goal as well. Uh, four of the last five games with an assist. So whatever you can find with Joe Pavelski right now, uh, the guy's drinking the fountain of youth from the fountain of youth right now for uh, Dallas playing really well uh, at this point in time. Jamie Benn. 
There's another one that's starting to heat up now. He's a polarizing player. Uh, when he's good, he's good. When he's not, he's terrible. Uh, but right now, he's on the good side of it. Goals in three of the last four games. Eight points in the last four games for Ben as well. Uh, not a bad option there as far as props are concerned for the uh, Dallas Stars. Uh, Kuzmenko has a point in four straight games. Uh, I like that look for the uh, Vancouver Canucks tonight in this matchup. Uh, you've got a, all of a sudden Evgeny uh, Dodonov with points in three straight games. He's fine in the back of the net. Uh, and the three straight games with an assist as well. So throw that in there for good measure. Evgeny Dodonov props. Like I said, Pavelski on a three-game goal-scoring streak. Haskinen, assist. Haskinen, point. Haskinen over shots on goal. I mean, a lot of the offenses, uh, he's having a big part in it right now from the blue line. Uh, Miro Haskinen. Rope hints, of course. Uh, goes without saying there as well. Uh, this is because we do expect goals tonight. So it's one of those games where you sprinkle a little bit on all of these different props. Kuzmenko, by the way, there's a lot of heaters going on here. Uh, eight of the last 10 with a point for Kuzmenko for Vancouver. Eight of the last 10 with a point for Hints for Dallas. Eight of the last 10 for Ben with a point for Dallas. Haskinen, eight of the last 10 games with a point. JT Miller for Vancouver. Seven of the last 10 games with a point. Max Domi, seven of the last 10 games with a point. Wyatt Johnston who scored last night. I think he had two points against Seattle last night. He has a point in seven of the last 10 games, and you want to go bargain bin hunting. Uh, Wyatt Johnston still, to this day, undervalued in his props, as far as I'm concerned, going into this game tonight uh, against the Vancouver Canucks as well. Um, so Pavelski, I mentioned him. A uh, lot of good options here tonight. Elias Pettersson, you know, uh, who's played better under uh Rick Tockett since he got here. So the list goes on and on right now uh, in terms of just how well, uh, you know, multiple players on both teams are playing right now. Beauvillier, uh, I've mentioned him. He's kind of cooled off actually a little bit the last couple, but I wouldn't talk anyone out of that. The draw. Yes, this is definitely a draw candidate. I could see it. Dallas is always a draw candidate, man. Uh, they've played a lot of overtime slash shootout games the last several weeks. Vancouver, they've gone beyond regulation. The Canucks in Five of their last 10 games. So that's 50% to the draw for the Vancouver Canucks in their last 10 games. Uh, so the draw is going to be a sprinkle for me in this game as well. Uh, one of a few draw bets tonight. Uh, you can get Dallas-Vancouver draw tonight at, a uh, again, a pretty decent price, plus 346 uh, at Pinnacle. So uh, liking that as well. Plus the over, plus all those props I mentioned. On we go. Calgary, Arizona. Calgary minus 250 road favorites, six and a half the total. Remember the last game vividly uh, between these two teams in Arizona. It looked like, here we go again. Calgary's going to have 50 shots and lose damn hockey game, right? We all thought that the last time they were here. And it was looking that way. They were down three to one at one point midway through the second period. They had like 30 shots to like six or some shit like that against Arizona. It was all, um, you know, it was all basically uh, Calgary in that game. They just could not. Um, basically say, uh, you know, they just couldn't put the puck in the net, which has been an issue at times, of course, this year for the uh, Calgary Flames. But they were swarming Arizona. They were all over uh, the Coyotes' net. Uh, the Coyotes doing what they do, and that's give up a ton of shots on goal uh, and a team that uh, accumulates a lot of shots on goal, Calgary. So that kind of tells you in this game, you know, it, it, Calgary shots on goal props are probably going to be a good bet. Question is, is the puck going to go in? That's always what you ask, have to ask yourself. Calgary's the king of racking up 40 shots, 50 shots, um, and um, you know, not scoring more than two goals. They've done this a bunch of times this year. So 
uh, definitely, uh, I would say go forward with that uh, and uh, look toward uh, Calgary shots on goal props because that's the one thing that will cash. Even if your to team total doesn't, even if Calgary somehow loses, you're at least going to cash some of these shots on goal props because that's the one thing we certainly can expect. Arizona to give up the usual uh, vast number of shots on goal that they normally do. This is a team that's given up 34, 44, 40, 42, 40, 42, 41 shots just in their last seven games alone. I mean, they have been absolutely you know, just hemorrhaging shots on goal allowed. So, and here's Calgary with 39, 37, 37, 31. They had 57 shots against Boston. They had 51 shots on goal in that last visit here to the mullet to take on this Arizona team. So uh, definitely shots on goal props for Calgary are in the, uh, you know, the usual people as well, right? Probably a little uh, Lindholm, maybe a little Anderson on the back end, but especially up front to Foley, Backlund, Lindholm, players like that. Um, so shots on goal props I like. This game, though, uh, Calgary, maybe they do have their confidence. They got five goals against Ottawa. That's like an outburst for them uh, offensively. They've won three of their last four. Can they carry it over here against Arizona, uh, who, by the way, did beat Minnesota in overtime 5-4 uh, in their last game. That's two straight games to the draw between uh, in their last two games. The draw ha has to be something I put in pocket here for something. Uh, again, I don't want to get too draw crazy tonight, but hey, if it's been it's been working, and you see on Twitter, we had multiple draw winners on Sunday, the last big card we had, and this draw is at plus four twelve. You just saw Arizona play two playoff teams, Minnesota and Colorado, to overtime. So don't tell me that Arizona can uh, can't hang here with Calgary. They absolutely can. They've shown it here uh, in the uh, last two games uh, going into this one. So the draw here at uh, a nice price there. Plus four, 14 at Pinnacle is a great, great look. Uh, this is just one of those spots where it, it feels like Calgary's in another tight one. Uh, I don't buy that, wow, 5-1 against Ottawa. They're going to roll 5-1 tonight. I got to see it again. I got to see this team put the puck in the net again consistently. Two straight games. Can't just see it for one game for the first time uh, in a blue moon and just automatically assume it's going to happen again. So uh, the draw for me, a lot of shots on goal props for uh, Calgary. Uh, that's the way we're going to go about it here in this game. If I had more faith in uh, Calgary's offense, I'd certainly bet the over. I want to bet Arizona over the total. They do not have a blue line that's NHL caliber to shut teams down right now. They just don't. We've said this uh, ad nauseum for the last several games with Nemeth and Moser and Balamaki and Brown and Mackey and Soderstrom. They're, that's just not a blue line that's going to shut down the team uh, on the other end repeatedly. But Calgary shuts themselves down with just shooting the puck uh, right at the goalie not being ingenuity enough and creativity enough offensively. So uh, we're going to just look toward the draw here more than anything and some shots on goal props with uh, Calgary. Clayton Keller with a point streak going five straight games with a point for Arizona. I think that's worth a look. Barrett Hayton is the one I want to point out because, look, with Clayton Keller, you're not getting the greatest of uh, 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 price with the uh, point prop. It's minus 200. But the goal prop's worth a look, plus 190. He's been scoring a lot. Barrett Hayton is where the value is. Barrett Hayton's only minus 112 to get a point tonight for the uh, Arizona Coyotes in this game. And he has really turned it on. He's got he had two goals, two assists, four points against Minnesota. He's on a four-game point streak. He has eight points in those four games, including three goals uh, in those four games as well. So you could really even sprinkle on the, uh, um, the uh, goal prop as well. 
uh, for uh, Barrett Hayton tonight against uh, Calgary. Plus 290, but the point prop especially, minus 112. The guy's got eight points in the last four games right now for the uh, Arizona Coyotes. So, uh, yeah, the Ingram saves prop, yeah, it's high, though. That's the one thing. They're, they're, they're pushing this number up higher and higher. Over, But I, I would put it in pocket. I'd, I'd, I'd bet it. I'd bet it for something. Uh, over 33 and a half saves, minus 120 uh, for Connor Ingram. No, And Connor Ingram, by the way, is uh, confirmed in net for the uh, Coyotes tonight. No confirmation yet, but I think we're at the point of the season where Daryl Sutter's just committing now to uh, Jacob Markstrom every game. And why not? Markstrom is playing better. You know, this is the best stretch of hockey I've seen out of Jacob Markstrom all season. Uh, the last few games, he's been very strong. Three goals allowed in the last three games combined against Minnesota, Anaheim, and Ottawa. So, yeah, he is definitely finally getting that confidence back, getting that swagger back, stopping the puck, making key saves, making really tough saves, too. If you look at some of these last few Calgary games, he's made some really difficult saves, breakaways, odd man rushes, and he has made the big stop at the big moment. Uh, so that's a good sign for Calgary uh, moving forward. Uh, there's no question about that. So, yeah, like I say, this is not a bad game at all from a prop standpoint. Uh, it's, is Nick Schmaltz playing tonight? Let me just see for uh, Arizona. No, he's out still. Uh, he was on a nice little run before he got injured, but doesn't look like he's going to suit up tonight uh, for uh, Arizona. So, yeah, like I said, it's a very good prop game here. Oh, Michelli uh, as well for uh, Arizona. Don't sleep on uh, Matias Michelli. Jack McBain. I mean, I'm, I'm talking like Arizona is going to score a bunch of goals, but it is worth noting. These guys are starting to heat up. Jack McBain has five points in the last uh, five games for the uh, Coyotes. Michelli. Also has five points in the last five games for the Coyotes. Reasonable prop numbers for them, both of them. So McBain to get a point tonight uh, in this game, uh, if you can find it. Uh, he's plus 350, by the way, to get an assist. Uh, to get a point, uh, let's get to our uh, good friends at uh, Bet99 because, again, they, that, they are excellent for player props. Uh, I found that out just uh, recently here that this this bet on Bet99 here, uh, they give you point props for – Lot of lot of players that a lot of other books don't, and that's what I respect about it. So, uh, yeah, let me just see here. Michelli uh, is a plus uh, one hundred four to get a point. Jack McBain is plus one twenty five to get a point. These guys have five points in the last five games, and they're plus money to get a point tonight uh, here in this game. So, yeah, really good. Uh, yeah, Richie, that's a, that's a good point to the Richie brothers. Richie brothers playing each other. Nick Richie was in Arizona, now in Calgary. And then Brett Ritchie was in Calgary, now in Arizona. Uh, do they want to make an impact tonight? A brotherly uh, battle here uh, in this uh, game. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, lean, Erasmus Scooterman uh, under a point, says uh, occupancy. And uh, occupancy, hope, hope to see in the betcast tonight, uh, obviously. And everybody else, too. Live betcast, make sure you join us tonight for that. All right, we got to finish this show up. Uh, two games left, New York Islanders, L.A. Kings, L.A. minus 135 home favorites, five and a half the total here in this game. Uh, L.A. Kings uh, off the uh, loss to Nashville in their last game. They'll be looking to get back on track here tonight, taking on the uh, New York Islanders. They beat the Islanders 3-2 a few weeks ago uh, in Long Island. We'll see if the uh, Islanders can uh, get their uh, redemption here tonight uh, in this matchup. The Islanders, uh, we'll see how they fare, but they've struggled overall against L.A., one and four. In the last five meetings, one and five in their last six visits to Los Angeles. So that's not a good long-term trend. I'm going to go with L.A. here, uh, minus 135 in this game. Uh, the Islanders, to me, uh, look, they, they beat Pittsburgh. They beat Buffalo, beat Detroit. Uh, give them credit for that. But 
you know, this uh, road record of theirs is still not great. They're 14 and 19 on the season on the road, playing against a 20-win home team in L.A., a team coming off a shootout loss. L.A. has been pretty good off a loss lately as well, worth noting. Uh, I think they bounce back here. It looks like for goaltending, Sorokin and Copley are uh, projected to be the goaltenders, but neither. Actually, we have a confirmation of Sorokin for the uh, Islanders. Nothing yet for the uh, L.A. Kings, but obviously it'll be either uh, Copley or uh, no, it's Corpus Salo. I beg your pardon. Uh, just confirmed at left wing lock. Corpus Salo uh, in net here for the uh, LA Kings tonight. So getting another uh, start for him. Uh, one, I think, what, his second start, I believe, uh, since he's been with the uh, LA Kings. So, uh, yeah, it'll be uh, LA. It'll be uh, um, Jonas Corpus Salo in net for the uh, LA Kings here tonight. Yeah, I like LA here. I'm just going to lay the minus 135 money line. No regulation or anything like that. Could be. This could be a draw, too, but I, I think L.A. is going to find a way to uh, get this uh, job uh, done here at home. Islanders have struggled on the road. One thing, too, about the Islanders as well is the offense has been just, you know, good one game and awful the next. I mean, they have the four goals against Pittsburgh, one goal against Washington, and just couldn't find the back of the net, got completely shut down. Power play uh, didn't work in that game, so... Uh, definitely uh, interested in uh, L.A. here and a bit of a uh, bounce-back spot uh, in this game. Uh, they're not really banged up at center. I mean, they've got Fiala's day-to-day -day and Dursey's day-to-day -day for the uh, L.A. Kings. They're not really featuring a ton of uh, uh, massive injuries down the middle uh, right now. But again, these are minor injuries. It's day-to-day -day for Dursey, a uh, lower body injury for uh, Fiala. Uh, he's also a day-to-day. -day. As far as props go in this uh, Islanders-Kings game, Arvidsson shots on goal. Uh, Arvidsson uh, has, has gone over in uh, six straight games. Uh, I think you got to keep rolling with that. Phil Deneau has gone over his shots on goal for the Kings in four straight games entering tonight. Uh, that might be a good prop look as well. You know, I wouldn't go too crazy with the point props, but I am definitely going to look at Gabe Velarde for the LA Kings. There's no doubt. Uh, he has got it starting to heat up and get it cooking again for the LA Kings, looking like the Gabe Velarde, if you remember from early in the season uh, when he was playing quite well. Uh, for this uh, LA Kings team heating up at the offensive end, uh, which is what definitely what you want to see. Uh, and he's been starting to get it rocking and rolling. Uh, no question about it for uh, the uh, LA Kings. Uh, let me just uh, bring up the sheets here because uh, in terms of the uh, goal data in particular, but I know for a fact lately it's been uh, heating up again for Velarde. Yeah, Velarde has a goal in uh, three of the last five games for the uh, LA Kings. Uh, and by the way, Here's an interesting one. Against the New York Islanders, tonight's opponent, Gabe Velarde has scored in every game since uh, he, every game that he's been in the lineup for the LA Kings against the New York Islanders, he has scored. He has found the back of the net uh, for them. So Velarde, yeah, goal and point props uh, worth a look here. Uh, yeah, there's another uh, in, our, in our chat, uh, Cubano mentioning Pierre Engvall. Someone that didn't get the ice time and, you know, the opportunity as much in Toronto, but he did score in the last game uh, against Washington. He is on the second power play for the uh, New York Islanders. They like him. They think he can be an impactful player for this team. So if you buy into that goal for Engvall uh, against Washington, being a start of a maybe a little bit of a hot streak here for him with the Islanders, then uh, maybe you can uh, jump in on a goal prop there. He is playing on the third line. Keep that in mind. He's not on the top six forward role yet, but certainly he did find the back of the net against uh, Washington in the last game, and we'll see if he could do that once again here tonight. All right, final game of this massive, massive Tuesday card. Columbus Blue Jackets, San Jose Sharks, San Jose minus 145 home favorites, six and a half the total. 
uh, here in this one. Uh, like I say, two teams playing for exercise. I like the over. It's very simple. Uh, no need to overthink it. Three straight overs for Columbus uh, in their last three games. Uh, five three earlier this year when they played in Columbus in favor of the uh, Jackets. Uh, it's two teams that again they don't need to block shots. They they aren't going to the playoffs. Uh, it's definitely a game where I think we'll see some goals scored. To, it will be Daniil Tarasov in net for uh, Columbus tonight, uh, which uh, I think is the right call. Get him up here. You know, let's see him get some starts now. Enough with this Michael Hutchinson shit. I mean, he's not your future in net with uh, Merzlikin still uh, absent from the team. Uh, so it will be Tarasov, who has a 2-9 and nine record, 3.28 goals against average, 9.08 save percentage in 13 appearances this year uh, with the uh, Jackets. So he's definitely had his uh, share of uh, struggles. But, uh, yeah, for me, over the total, I don't want a side in this game. Uh, it's just for me, expect goals both ways. And I like over here in this one. San Jose's lost three straight. Columbus has lost four straight. Like, why bet a side? Why? Uh, so I like the over here. That's about it. Uh, in this game, other than some props. Oh, here's a prop worth noting. Patrick Lyon, a six-game or five-game point streak, four-game goal streak for the uh, Blue Jackets. We've been waiting on this guy to finally show some damn consistency and, and be the offensive difference maker we think he's capable of being on a regular basis. And lately, it has been that. Uh, four straight games with a goal and uh, two, three, four, five, six points in the last five games for uh, Patrick Lyon. So, uh, right now, uh, he's got it rolling for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. I like Boone Jenner over shots. Uh, that's been a go-to uh, prop bet for me lately. Uh, maybe the point prop as well uh, for him. On the San Jose side of things, uh, you know, it's basically been the same players we've talked about repeatedly that I think are worth a look. Again, William Eklund. I'm st- I'm, I'm going to stand by the William Eklund uh, belief that he's eventually going to find some offensive success. He hasn't gotten a point in four straight games, but he had three shots on goal the last game. He's going to continue to get a featured role uh, with this team, top six role, power play minutes as well. Uh, So I'm not uh, dissuaded from going back to William Eklund here for San Jose. And of course, the other player for San Jose is Barabanov, who we've talked about repeatedly now when the Sharks play Uh, He continues to be just a consistent source of offensive production uh, for this team. Uh, Barabanov with three points in the last two games alone. Uh, He has a very, very strong 43 points in 62 games uh, this season for the uh, San Jose Sharks. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, interested in more props involving uh, uh, Alexander Barabanov tonight. Yeah, and Tomas Hurdle. Yeah, four of the last five games he has a goal. Uh, for the uh, San Jose Sharks, the goal prop certainly uh, is worth uh, a look maybe for him tonight in this game. So, yeah, definitely a good prop game, especially considering I like the over here, six and a half, thinking we'll see goals here uh, between the Blue Jackets and the Sharks. All right, there you go. That is the Tuesday card. We're back tonight with the live betcast, 7 p.m. Eastern. Make sure you join us. Uh, DM me at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com to request a spot on our Ice Guys live NHL betcast tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. We'll take you through all the games, live betting, commentary, uh, and more. Uh, and, of course, drinking and courage. Bring your favorite uh, beverage onto the show with us, onto the stream and the BetCast with us. Uh, so join us tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. And, again, DM or email me to get your spot uh, on the uh, BetCast tonight. Uh, looking forward to it once again. Uh, yeah, Alex, if you, that is a good question. Um, we encourage you to be, be on the BetCast stream with us, on the stream with your video as well. 
we want to see your face. We want to see what, you know, we want to see fa- the, the, everybody's smiling face, having a good time. But if you insist and you, you only want to be on audio only or vo- only with your voice, that is fine too. Mikey, for example, who's on a lot of our BetCasts, he's only voice only right now, audio only. We don't say, no, you can't be on the BetCast. No, we still have him on and that's fine. Again, we encourage you to have your video and your camera on, uh, except if you're naked. We, we would say no. There's no way we're allowing that. But other than that, uh, definitely uh, we would uh, say, uh, you know, basically, um, you know, if you want to just be on with audio only on the stream with us, that's fine. There's no problem with that. Uh, so, again, the BetCast live tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, looking forward to that. We'll wrap the show up in just a moment with Best Bets for this Tuesday uh, card right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0 takes care of your facial hair uh, and among other things. Uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we're back. And I just want to mention something that uh, Harrison Schultz uh, mentioned on uh, Twitter here about uh, he's a big Penguins fan. He has his own, I think, uh, hockey uh, show and video or something of the like uh, that he does. And he's a big Penguins fan. He mentioned like an Alex Nylander to score tonight for the Penguins against Montreal. And uh, obviously the price on that is uh, very, very good. He had a bunch of chances last game. So I actually concur with that. I, I remember watching that Ranger game. He did have chances. He's plus 750 at the score bet to score. Uh, you can still get plus 500, plus 600 at some other books as well. So uh, Alex Nylander, that's William's brother, by the way. Uh, William Nylander's brother uh, playing for the uh, Penguins. Alex Nylander, maybe a small shot there to uh, sc- score a goal tonight. He did have uh, tonight against Montreal because he did have some chances. And I think he's moved. Yeah, he's on the second line with Malkin and the red hot Jason Zucker. That's my number one, you know, goal and point prop in the game. Uh, Zucker, of course. But yeah, Nylander, definitely not a bad look. I concur with what he's saying there. Uh, Alex Nylander uh, at a nice price. All right. Best bets here to wrap it up for this uh, Tuesday edition of the Ice Guys. Uh, my best bet, I'm going to take at five and a half. I'm in. 
uh, even with Carolina's propensity. Now, look, this is a team that's gotten blanked in two straight games. So maybe I shouldn't be going with this as a best bet, but I'm going to. I like the situation. They're back home. They're going to face Big Civ Dave uh, in net here for the uh, Winnipeg Jets uh, tonight for uh, them. It's time to get some fucking offense on the board. I don't care that Spechnikov's out. you got to score some goals here uh, if you're Carolina. You're still a good enough offensive team. You could score without Svechnikov. Where's Aho? Where's Jarvis? Where's Natchez? My guy, Natchez has been quiet all of a sudden the last couple. They're still capable back home. I think time for them to find the uh, back of the net and get some offense rolling against David Riddick. Anderson hasn't played nearly as well. We just saw him give up four against Vegas. This is a cheap over at five and a half at Bet Rivers with this over uh, at uh, at Bet Rivers. It's over five and a half minus 122. That's what we're going to go with here for best bet. Winnipeg, Carolina, over five and a half minus 122. Uh, that is going to be my best bet here for this Tuesday NHL card. And that'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Uh, hit the like button on the way out. We appreciate it very much. And join us for the live betcast tonight. The Ice Guys is live seven days a week. Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Tuesday. We're back in three and a half hours with the live BetCast tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern. Join us for that. Send a DM at Bobano on Twitter or email bobano350 at gmail.com if you wish to join us on the BetCast. We're looking forward to it. We'll see you tonight at 7 p.m. Eastern for the BetCast, and we'll also, of course, be back as usual with our daily show tomorrow at 2 p.m. Eastern. Keep on watching and checking us out. Tune in every day to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. (laughs) 